catalysts in my life. I've met a lot of people who are bold and go out there and preach and see great fruit. But personally, the type of evangelism that I want in my life, the one that I want imparted to me, is one that's led by compassion. I don't want to do the type of evangelism where I'm bold as a lion because I'm so obtuse to what's going on. I'm so blunt to what's going on with the world around me that I can just say anything and I create havoc and I wreck people and, you know, like I just kind of flap my jaws. I want to be like Jesus where I can feel the compassion of the Lord. I can know the heart of God. I can feel the spirit inside of me being moved for this world and moved from that place in great boldness, great love, and great power. And as I've heard Chris speak and as I've listened to testimonies, as I've talked to people who have spent life with him, that's kind of what he does. That's, that's kind of his thing. And he has a ministry called Compassion to Action. Compassion to Action. And so I am so thankful to the Lord that he lets you come here and lets us borrow you for a night. And uh, let's give him a crazy welcome as he comes up here and uh, preaches the word of the Lord. I am so excited to be with you guys tonight and tomorrow. We're going to have a great time. The Holy Spirit is going to touch down and touch people's lives in such a powerful way. Um, didn't the worship team didn't do it? Just didn't they do it? Just a great job tonight. I appreciate those guys so much. Powerful presence of the Lord is here, and uh, the Holy Spirit is the greatest evangelist. And the Holy Spirit is changing the world inside of us to change the world around us. And he's looking for ordinary people that he can rest on. And, and so throughout the next day and a half, as we have time together, I mean, really the emphasis is the person, the Holy Spirit, and how he changes the world inside of us to change the world around us. And uh, the good news is he lives inside of you. But the great news is that he wants to get out of you. Amen. All right, I got a couple books I want to talk about. Uh, my wife and I, um, we've been married for nine years, and she uh, co-authored this book, and she wrote a chapter in this uh, book about how we met and, uh, and how we got married. And in fact, she started writing letters to me when she was 12 years old. And uh, she didn't know me when she was 12 years old, though, but she, she had a vow to be able to save her purity. And so when we got married, she gave me 72 love letters to her future husband. And she saved her first kiss for me on our wedding night. And uh, so I, I want to give this book away. We have more in the back. But this, is, this chapter is really about purity. It's about saving yourself. It's about living for Jesus Christ. And some of you uh, might be thinking to yourself, well, well, that's too late, Chris. I've already lost my virginity. Let me just tell you this right now. God is able to restore virginity. Amen. Hey, wow. Hey, God said amen to that. <laughs> so I want to give this away to a, a young lady here today. Um, I want to give this to a young lady, a single young lady, all right? Who's single? All right, okay. Let's give it to this young lady. God bless you. Now, I know for a fact she's not the only single lady here, okay? All right, okay. All right. 
uh, I personally wrote this book called Adventures with Jesus with uh, one other author. And we wrote this for kids, um, but I'm not a children's pastor, but I am a father. And uh, I have a little girl, my wife and I, we have a beautiful little girl, and her name is Brielle Shalom. She's two and a half years old. And uh, when we had Brielle, I, I had this idea, I need to start writing curriculum for children. Because God wants to raise up children that know him and make him known in power. So we wrote this book, and it's Ventures with Jesus. We have 21 lessons in here, and it's all testimonies of kids. So every testimony in here are children writing about God impacting their life and God doing amazing things through them. And one of the things that I love about this book is its childlike faith. And so even adults can learn some things from kids. Amen? Amen? I tell you what, my daughter is teaching me things all the time, and I'm going to jump into that tonight. So I want to give this away to someone that has a heart for children to minister to children and to see children get activated and sharing their faith. Okay, this, uh, this young lady in the back, all right, okay, all right, I'll walk all the way back to you. God bless you. You know, even now, I just have a sense that as I handed you the book, that there's strength coming in your back right now as well. I just sense the power of God strengthening your body. You're going to sleep better at nine as well. And I just sense the peace of the Lord that's coming on your life. You're going to sleep better in Jesus' name. And I also see a relationship that's being restored as well. So God's doing something about a relationship. He's restoring relationships in Jesus' name. All right, I want to I give away this book. Uh, this book is called God is Good. It's Bill Johnson's latest book. And it's, it's about, uh, okay, everyone's hand goes up for this one, huh? I see how that is. No, I saw, I just saw. Okay. Um, but this really is a foundation for the Christian life. If we don't believe that God is good, we're not going to seek him. So this is foundational for every Christian that God is good. He's a good God, and he only has the best for you. All right, I want to give this away to a young man that has a heart. Okay, well, you have a heart, but you didn't let me finish. <laughs> he has a heart. You didn't, let me, you didn't let me finish. All right, you have a heart for God and a heart for people. All right, give it up for him. Okay. All right. Oh, gosh. Oh, man, the power of God is going to be displayed tonight. Well, we're talking about compassion to action tonight and how God wants to change the world inside of us, to change the world around us. In just a moment, I'm going to share some vision with you of what the Lord has placed on our heart to be able to do across America. But before we do that, uh, I, I want uh, Mitchell, why don't you come on up here, Mitchell? Uh, Mitchell is a graduate uh, from the School of Ministry, and Mitchell interned for me last year. And uh, I want him to be able to share a testimony. And uh, also, Gabe, why don't you come on up here, Gabe? Gabe, where are you at? I'm going to have Gabe come on up here. Gabe's a friend of mine. He's from the Portland area, and I was just out in Portland a couple weeks ago, and uh, so I'm going to have uh, the two of these uh, share a testimony. Uh, Mitchell just saw something happen today around uh, the university. I want him to be able to share that testimony. Yeah. How you guys doing? Good. So uh, me and, uh, there's uh, three students with me from Bethel. Why don't you guys just raise your hands? Because, uh, guys, I, I want to encourage you, you have the river of compassion inside of you. And the Holy Spirit showed me one time that compassion's like a river. You just jump in and let it flow. So we're out on the campus today, and um, we're just walking on our way to get food, and we see this man approach us, and when I saw him, I saw uh, depression on him. It was like, he does not look happy, he's downcast, he's burdened, and I said, I, I was just going to pass by him, but I couldn't. I turned, and I said, 
hey, man, stop. And he looks at me. I said, do you know that Jesus loves you? Simple question. And he's like, yeah. And, and I thought, I was like, well, it doesn't look like it because, <laughs> like, he looked kind of depressed. So I said, man, um, uh, we just started talking with him, and uh, we ended up sharing the gospel with him, saying, God loves you. You have value. And I just looked him in the eyes, and I said, you have value to God. Do you know how valuable you are? And he loves you. And I said, we're going to pray. The power of God's going to come on you and set you free. So we begin to pray. Holy Spirit comes on him. He felt the, he felt the presence. And he's kind of like, I think he might have been on some kind of drugs or something because he was like, and he was very demon-possessed because he was in and out. And we were like, and I was just like looking in his eyes. I'm like, devil, you're going to come out like in Jesus' name. So I'm praying for him, and he's, he's like coming in and out. It's like, do you feel that? Do you feel that? And he's like, yeah, I do. I said, that's the presence of Jesus. And then I shared what it meant. Uh, my friend said, do you know, do you have the Holy Spirit in you? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, <laughs> I, knew he, I knew he didn't. And so I said, um, do, you know, do you have Jesus in your heart? Do you know what it means to be born again? And he said, no. So I shared what it meant to be born again. And I'm like, do you want that? I said, God wants to set you free today. He wants to set you free right now. So you've got some things oppressing you, and God wants to give you joy. He wants to give you happiness. And he's like, do you, I'm like, do you want to give your life to Jesus and surrender to Jesus? And he says, yes, I do. And so I had my, uh, had my friend Matt lead him to Jesus. He got born again right there. The Spirit of God came on him. And he's trying, like, he's almost falling over because the power of God's on him so strong. And he, after he prays, he opens his eyes, and all three of us were like, his eyes look different. There's actually a clearing up that you could see it in his face instantly how God changed his heart and God changed his eyes. And it was super powerful. And then I looked at him and I said, um, you need to forgive some people. And he's, and he's like, I'm like, I think it's your parents and anyone else come to mind. He's like, yeah, this guy named um, Tori. I said, let's, let's forgive him. So we, go, we jump in and I say, I just lead him in this prayer of forgiveness. He forgives this guy and something, I see it in the spirit, lifts off his back. And he almost falls over, like, backwards. My friend, like, had to catch him. He's like, whoa. And, uh, and I said, bro, um, I said, I can't remember what I said. Something about the enemy. I said, the devil's trying to destroy your life, but God wants to set you free. And anyway, it, I think it was getting a bit much for him. And he ended up, he's like, I, I don't want to, like, continue. I was like, well, we planted a seed. I just want to let you know Jesus loves you. So, yeah, guys, I want to encourage you. There's people around you every day that God wants to anoint you to set them free. And... Um, like, you know, like uh, your pastor was saying, you don't necessarily need great boldness. You just need to let the river that's already in you, that compassion to flow out of you. It's in you because you have the Spirit of God in you. Just let it come out. All right? So bless you guys. How you guys doing? Um, so I get a random text message from Chris, and this is on a Thursday night, and not, like 930. And at this My point— My spirit man was stirred. Yes. And uh, Chris is like, hey, he's like, I feel like I got to go into downtown Portland tonight. Uh, do you want to come with me? And I'm like in, literally in my pajamas. You know, it's like I got a, I got a 5 a.m. morning the next uh, Friday morning. And I'm like, but everything in me said yes. Um, and I'm learning, man, that uh, sometimes we just need to say yes and go and make it happen. And, and the Holy Spirit does the rest. But so Chris came by my house, picked me up. We went into downtown Portland. And... You know, I, I was kind of just a ride, uh, like, along for the ride with Chris. Um, it was actually one of the first times I'd kind of been out at night like that in downtown Portland. Um, and it was just, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. So we're walking down the street, and Chris, of course, is, you know, Jesus loves talking to everybody. Um, and people are like, okay, you know, thanks, whatever. Um, well, we, we go by, and, and this pizza shop, Mod Pizza, just closed. These three workers... Uh, we're sitting outside smoking, and uh, we walk by, and Chris is like, hey, I just want to tell you guys something. Like, yeah? 
<laughs> Chris is like, I just want to tell you how much Jesus loves you. And, uh, you know, two of them were kind of like, oh, you know, get the, the, the look, you know. But one of them was like, oh, yeah. he's like, hey, he's like, what's your name? And it was so funny because I'm like, as soon as he did that, I'm like, it's game over. I'm like, you do not engage with Chris like that. It's, it's, it's going to be amazing. So uh, Chris starts talking to this guy, and I'm, I'm sort of talking with his friend. Next thing I know, um, Chris is leading this guy uh, to the Lord. Kid, his name's Kyle. Kyle accepts Jesus right there. He's overjoyed. I mean, this guy was like literally bouncing around. But so what's so funny is Chris walks up to him and he first says, you know, hey, can anything I can pray for you about? The kid says, yeah, for my career. And Chris literally starts getting a word for him about his career, says, hey, you want to make videos? He said, in fact, about three months ago, you were writing in your journal or something about some ideas you had. And the kid's like, he's like, oh my gosh. He's like, I've got goosebumps all over. Like, how did you know that, of course? Um, And he's freaking out. And Chris is like, Jesus. And uh, so Chris goes in there. Again, within five minutes, right, uh, Kyle's accepting the Lord, touched by the Holy Spirit right there. Um, I'm talking to his friend next to him who's, who's um, a little kind of unsure of what's going on, um, but we were able to pray together just that he would have uh, faith. He didn't really know, I don't know if I believe in God, so we just pray for that. Even that kind of small prayer, um, right, the Lord's going to move. So then, like, Chris and I, we're just pumped up, man. We're walking around Portland. We're like, okay, I think we can, uh, we can head home. It's about uh, maybe a 10, 30, 11-ish at this point. And we walk by this park. And uh, it's so funny because, like, you're walking, and uh, we walk by the entrance, and Chris kind of backs up like this. And I, I see this guy on this bench, and I'm like, it's, it's game on. You know, I'm excited. So we walk into the park, and Chris says to this guy, um, he's a younger guy, and Chris says, he's like, hey, man, how you doing? And the kid looks up at us, and just with tears streaming down his face, and so he said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And uh, so I was like, hey, man, what's your name? My, his name is Michael. And we sat down with him on this bench. Well, it turns out that Michael had just been released from jail that night. Uh, he'd been in jail for six months from Indiana. He had no family uh, in town, no money. And uh, Chris and I, I don't know how long we spent with him, maybe 15 or 20 minutes. It was talk about compassion and, 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 and God's love for people to meet us at our most worst moments. You're out of jail. You have nothing. Um, this guy was just in tears as we ministered to him. Chris led him uh, in a prayer to the Lord. He actually it was crazy. He had a Bible and a Quran. He had like, he's like, I study all these things. And Chris really spoke about the truth of Jesus and who Jesus is. And uh, the guy, I mean, you should have seen this guy's eyes. So Chris led him to the Lord, and we were just able to encourage him and pray over him. Um, He was touched by the Holy Spirit. This guy, I could not have described two different people. I mean, he was like night and day. When we walked up to him in tears, depressed, um, at his lowest, when by the time we left him, this guy was overjoyed, huge smile. Uh, The light of Jesus was all over him. And uh, I just, it was a beautiful moment. So thank you for texting me. Oh, you're welcome, buddy. You're (laughs) welcome. So Gabe's on a business trip here. He's on a business trip. And I said, hey, man, just uh, come through. It'd be great to to have you here. Well, um, I'm going to speak tonight um, from my heart. uh, And I know the Lord is going to do some amazing things. And uh, before I do that, I want to show you just a few things right now. Um, If you want to show that slide. 
We have a vision to be able to impact universities all over America. And uh, we've been starting to pray, and we've been um, praying and seeking the Lord to be able to impact universities all over America. Well, you can see something. And so this year, we're gearing up to impact 50-plus universities this year, sending teams out to universities. We believe that the universities right now are crying out for Jesus Christ. We believe that there's mighty moves of God that is going to spring forth from universities. And if we study revival history, we know that God moves on campuses. So we're gearing up right now to be able to send teams out to all over America to impact universities. We recently just created an app, and it's called the Your Way app. And it's a discipleship app. And on that app, what you can do is you can download the app, and you can actually text the gospel to people. We're actually seeing people get saved through text. So after you lead someone to the Lord as well, you can take them through the Bible study that's on the app, and you can show them a bunch of videos. And uh, so go ahead and download that app right now. Just take your phone out, and if you feel compelled to text somebody the gospel tonight, uh, we believe that the Lord will touch down in their heart, and they will get born again. It's just one word called your way. Your way. All right. Okay, I'm going to show you some videos right now, and then we're going to jump into the Word. Let's play the first video. Growing in my teenage years, I started getting into the party scene and began finding fun and excitement in excessive drinking, smoking, the drugs here and there. But being in this party culture, I became really negative, manipulative, insecure, and to be honest, until I had an encounter with the pure goodness of God at a Christian event. <laughs> I didn't even know how I got there. <laughs> that day I said yes to Jesus. And I've since given my life that day in 2011. It's been a journey filled with favor, provision, breakthrough, freedom, faith, and divine goodness. I now know that there is literally nothing I can do to get more of His love or any less of it. His love and goodness is constant. Seriously, just that good. My name is Morgan, and I'm on my way to discovering the goodness of God. Do you guys know where that was shot at? That was Berkeley right here, right on campus. God's doing something powerful here in Berkeley right now. I'm going to tell you, I feel such revival that is sweeping across America. And I want to tell you, even in situations that you think that are hopeless, I believe that God is saying right now to the body of Christ, get your hopes up. I believe that the Lord is saying this right now. America shall be saved. I believe it with all my heart. He's arising people's hopes level to believe that anything is possible. And I believe that tonight, God is going to touch down on hearts. I want to show one more video about Emmy and how she experience Jesus Christ. When I first said yes to this relationship with Jesus, I read my Bible and couldn't put it down. I went to every meeting possible at the church. I asked so many questions, not because I didn't have anything else to do, but because I was hungry to know this person I had always wanted to meet. I wanted to know everything there is to know about this man named Jesus. As I started reading the Bible and being around others who were pursuing Jesus, I started to learn 
Holy Spirit's creating a pursuit inside of a heart to know him, to know him, to make him home. I believe that God is right now raising up individuals that will get on university campuses and preach the gospel. In fact, our desire with compassion is to sponsor evangelists all over America. So all they do is preach Jesus Christ and make disciples. Preach Jesus Christ and make disciples. Right now, we have a vision to go around America and create a film. A film that we believe
rebellion. I love them. I love them. I love them. And he's hanging on this bloody cross and he's saying in his heart and he's saying to the Father, mercy, 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 mercy. And every ounce of blood that is shed, he's crying out, mercy, 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 mercy. Oh my God. I feel the power of God that is going to sweep across Berkeley. I feel the love of Jesus Christ and the compassion that is going to flow. Mercy, 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 mercy. And God's doing something in the believers right now. He's doing something in the body of Christ. And he's saying, love, 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 love will love the hell out of them. Some people believe this. Well, because Jesus Christ died on the cross and he raised again the third day, then everyone's saved. No, my friends, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. Jesus gives a choice. He gives a choice. Romans 3, 23 says this, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Everyone was born in sin. And that's why Jesus Christ died on the bloody cross. Some people will say this. Well, if they just knew Jesus and who he was, then they would follow him. Well, why did they deny Jesus when Jesus was walking on the earth? Jesus confronts people where they're at, but he has such a heart of love and compassion, and he gives them a choice. Jesus doesn't create robots. He gives them choices. And this is what he said to the disciples. He says, I'm going away, but I'm sending the person of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was raised from the grave, as he was raised from the grave, something happened in the whole spiritual environment. Something happened. He saw the disciples. Some doubted while others worshipped. I believe that God is waking up a generation right now that every believer will have no doubt in their heart, but they'll all believe and all worship him. So he ascends to the Father, the right hand of the Father. He said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He said, I'm sending the person of the Holy Spirit. Wait. I'm sending the Holy Spirit. You're not alone. You'll be my witnesses. You see, the Holy Spirit is on planet Earth right now, and he's wanting to partner with you. He's wanting to partner with me. He doesn't look at people's personalities. He looks at hearts. He looks at hearts that have, are clean by his blood. Yeah. Only his blood can clean a heart. This is what he wants to do. Holy Spirit, put your hand on my shoulder. See, wherever you go and your heart's connected to the source, and you stop and you talk to someone and you begin to share with them about the love of Jesus Christ and you notice a person you know who this person is but the Holy Spirit highlights this individual and begins to talk to you puts things in your heart and says hey yeah and you stop this individual maybe you're at a workplace maybe you're not you stop this individual and all of a sudden you have this impression out of the blue you'll say hey I just want to tell you how much Jesus loves you and something happens in the individual's heart. It's like, wow, thank you so much. You leave and you think nothing happens, but the Holy Spirit's working on our heart. You walk by another person and you says, oh, wow, what's going on here? This person's shoulder. There's pain in the shoulder. And you stop and you ask him, hey, by any chance, do you have any pain in your shoulder? And he says, yes, how did you know that? He says, well, God loves you so much. He wants to heal you. 
But pray for you right now. You pray for him. Power of God comes on him. He's instantly healed. And you look at yourself like, wow, that's amazing. I didn't feel anything. But he said he felt something. See, a lot of times we're waiting for a feeling. And tonight, many of you are going to experience the power of God. And you're going to feel the presence of the Lord. But what happens when you don't feel anything? That's the difference between moving in power and authority. Power is when you feel the presence of God all over you. But authority is you know that he lives inside of you and he wants to come out of you. It's a big difference. It's moving in authority. Power is like riding a wave. Authority is like, bam, you step on the scene. You create the wave by the power of the Holy Spirit. So you walk by someone and, and you begin to share Jesus with them. And all of a sudden... You just begin to share the ABCs, admit, believe, confess. And you realize that all of a sudden, she's starting to cry. She realized how loved she is, how cared for she is, but she also realized that there's sin in her life that Jesus needs to forgive. She's never given her heart to Christ, but she believes that Jesus can save her right now. She believes just like that, by you stopping, uh, stepping out and sharing with her. She was an atheist at one time. Then you share the gospel, and something supernaturally happens in her heart. And she says, yeah, I, I do believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And what's happening is the Holy Spirit is touching her heart. The Holy Spirit can go ahead and touch her heart. It's the Holy Spirit that's touching down on her. It's the Holy Spirit that's revealing her need for a Savior. It's the Holy Spirit that, that is the greatest evangelist. And, and all you're doing is being faithful to the Word of God. All you're doing is being an ambassador. All you're doing is being a representative of heaven that you've been sent to, from heaven to represent Jesus Christ really well while you're on earth. And you take her hand. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that takes her and reveals her need for Jesus. Can you go ahead and stand up with us? And suddenly she realizes for the very first time as the Holy Spirit takes a hold of her heart, come down here. She realizes her need for Jesus Christ, that Jesus is the Savior. And it's not you that's bringing her to Jesus. You're not powerful enough to have her weep and cry. You're not powerful enough to see her heart change. You can't do that in a minute. You don't have that power. You don't have that. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that changes the human heart just like that. And you begin to reveal, and that Holy Spirit begins to reveal her need for Jesus. And Jesus is there to reveal the Father. Because the only way you really have a connection with the Father, God our Father, is through Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way. Some people say, well, you know, there's a lot of ways that lead to God. No, my friends, that is not true. A lot of ways lead people to hell. There's only one way to God, and his name is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And so she, she comes to Jesus. She realizes that Jesus is the way. No other way. She, she repents of her sins. Romans 10, 9, it says this, that if you confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon her and she realizes for the very first time, I need a relationship with Jesus Christ. I need to know Jesus. I need to have a relationship. And she gives her life to Jesus. And Jesus introduces her to the Father. And this is what God is interested in right here. If you guys can get in a circle, okay? If you can get in a circle right here. All right, a circle. Yeah, this is what God is interested in. God is interested in family. He's interested in coming and family, restoring the human heart. All right. Give these 
for a hand clap. Excuse me, ma'am. This young lady that came forward as the Holy Spirit touched her life, this lady right here. Yeah. I, I feel, just hold your hands out right now because I feel the presence of God all over you. Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you would touch down on this woman. Let the power of your spirit rest on her. And I, I feel in the next two to four days that the Spirit of God is going to begin to do powerful things through your life. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you would use her in a mighty, mighty way. I sense the tenderization of the Holy Spirit. Even as we are using you as an illustration, I saw the power of Jesus touch down on your heart. And I just I sense the, the love of Jesus Christ coming in and he's crashing into your heart and he's revealing to you how loved you are, how cared you are, and he loves you so so very much and God's going to use you and you're going to write artifacts about Jesus Christ moving uh, across America you're going to be a part of uh, helping write artifacts of the power of God at work in America and Lord we bless what you're doing inside of her in Jesus holy name amen Uh, the Holy Spirit is the the ultimate evangelist. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for a couple other um, volunteers in just a moment. But before I do that, um, the Lord wants to heal people. And when I ask you to stand to your feet, if you have these conditions in your body, um, please quickly stand to your feet. Because what we've seen is we see people, uh, as they stand in faith, automatically the power of God comes on them and they're instantly healed. The Bible teaches us to lay our hands on the sick, but how many people know that there's healing in His presence as well? And so when a word of knowledge is released, uh, like what's going to happen in, in just a moment, when the word goes forth, so does faith. And so I, I just encourage you right now, because I, I, I have such a strong sense that the Lord's going to heal some people, uh, and then I'm going to get back into the word. Um, but, but as soon as the word goes forth, uh, receive your healing okay someone here has pain in their back it's in their lower back quickly stand to your feet someone here you injured your right knee recently your right knee recently quickly stand to your feet you, you injured your right knee there's someone else here that you uh, it's on your, your right side of your neck there's pain on the right side of your neck go ahead and stand up pain on the right side of your neck and, uh, and with that, you're having a hard time sleeping. Okay, there's also someone here, your right ankle. Uh, there's been pain in your right ankle. Uh, quickly stand up. Pain in your right ankle. There's someone else also here that it's, it's very hard for you. There's something going on in your throat. Maybe it's a, a, a tumor or some kind of uh, growth in your throat. Something's going on in your throat. Uh, quickly stand up. Is that you? Before we uh, have you pray for each other, I want you to recognize what's happening in your body right now. Oh, someone else is often having a problem in your stomach right now. You had a, a sharp pain in your stomach recently. Uh, it's been bothering you. Quickly stand to your feet. Does someone stand up right now? Okay, yep, all right. Okay, this is what I want you to do. Before anyone lays hands on you and prays for you, Test your bodies out. Try to do something you couldn't do before. If you just felt pain, leave your body. 
Penny just left your body. All of it's gone. Raise both hands. Yeah, pain just left your body. Praise you, Jesus. Without anyone laying hands on you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Someone else, uh, you, had, you had pain just leave your body. What we're going to do right now is those that are standing up, just keep your hands up right now. And if anyone else here has pain in their body and the word wasn't called off, just quickly stand to your feet. And then we're going to get back into some teaching in just a second, all right? All right, quickly stand to your feet if you have any pain in your body. Okay, raise your hand right now. For those that are standing, raise your hand. And those that are around them, go to them, ask them where their pain is at. And then when someone comes to you, put your hand down. And then what I want you to do is I want you to command all the pain to leave their body. Just go ahead and take a minute. Command all the pain to leave their body. thank you Lord for your healing presence and your power your healing presence and your power okay go ahead and try to uh, test it out try to do something you couldn't do before Okay, go ahead and stop praying. There's people being healed all over the place right now. The power of God's here. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. Thank you, God. Okay, go ahead and stop praying. If, if all the pain just left your body, 100%, all the pain just left your body, just go ahead and raise your hands right now. All the pain just leaving your body. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing right there. Thank you, God. If 50% or more of the pain just left your body, raise your hand right now. 50% or more. 50% or more. Thank you, God. Okay, let's do this one more time. Let's pray one more time. Let's thank God for what he's doing, and then let's pray again. Let's command all the pain to leave. Thank you, God. pain leave in Jesus name all pain leave in Jesus name 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, go ahead and stop, guys. Go ahead and test it out now. Try to do something you couldn't do before. If all the pain just left your body, just go ahead and raise your hands right now. If the pain... felt the pain leave your body just go ahead and raise your hand right now pain just leave your body pain leave your body thank you God anyone else the pain just left your body thank you Jesus thank you Jesus I, I want to have this uh, and before we go on with a little bit more teaching I want this lady to come on up here yeah the one that uh, was uh, was God the father come on up here just tell us really quickly what happened to you because you were jumping up and down yeah, just quickly tell us what happened here. Yeah. Go ahead and tell us where was the pain at, what um, happened? I have a lot of pain because I stand on my feet for my work, even though it's only like four or five hours for one of them. Like, I have a lot of pain in my feet, and then my lower back from helping someone else with water, like carrying a bunch of water. And, yeah, I just left. I just... God gave me the image of the woman that touches uh, the woman that touches him of the garment? His, his garment and then how she like she was like cleansed and purified and I once I got that then then you I were felt, healed I felt it uh, yeah. did, what did you feel when when the pain left did you what were you sensing anything were you feeling uh just I guess it was just like release okay it was just like release Praise God. That's awesome. I, I, I love that. I love that. All right, go ahead and take your seat. I know that the Lord was touching other people. All right, I'm going to have a, a couple other people uh, volunteer really quick, and then we're going to get into Word, and uh, we're going to go. How many people will give me another uh, 20 minutes really quick? You give me another 20 minutes? Uh, can I, can, can you, uh, raise your hand. You give me about another 20 minutes or so. All right, okay. 20, 40, 60. All right, I see that hand over there. 80, all right. Whoa, I saw another hand. Wow. 100, okay, I see the 100 in the back, okay, I'm at 120, 120 right there, uh, 140 in the back, all right, okay, praise God, praise the Lord, okay, I want a couple more volunteers, all right, a couple more volunteers, yeah, come on up here, buddy, come on up here, all right, give him a hand clap, all right, maybe, maybe uh, a few more, come on up here, don't be shy, all right, come on, come on, good job, buddy, come on, Power's on. Come on. Who else? Who else? Come on up here. Don't be shy. Come on up here. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Okay, okay, all right. Okay, I, I, need, uh, I need like two more people. Man, come on, this is great. This is great. Okay, all right, okay. Let's stand right here, bud. Okay, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use this as an example. Say example. Okay, so no one's going to take this personal, all right? So this is just an example, right? This is just an example? Just an example? Just an example? Okay, all right, here's the deal. These guys over here, they've been taught bad doctrine. All right, they, they've been taught some bad doctrine. This is what they've been taught. And, uh, and I can understand because I was taught it as well, you know, after I got saved. I, I was taught it as well. I was taught that I wasn't powerful. I was taught that I wasn't gifted enough. I was, I was taught that only these types of people could really be used by God. Okay, so these guys have what we call disempowerment beliefs. And those disempowerment beliefs actually keep them locked up. They, they actually lock up the Holy Spirit that lives inside of them. But deep down inside of their heart, they want to be used by God. Deep down inside, they truly desire to be used by God. They actually even pray to be used by God. They have a desire to see people get saved. But deep down inside, though, in their heart and their mind, they've been told lies. And they have strongholds over their mind. They have strongholds over them that tell them they do not have what it takes. They are not anointed. They are not gifted. And they need to be quiet. They've been told that they actually don't have the personality. They've also been told that they're only intercessors. And that's what God's called them to do. It's just be an intercessor. So therefore, their idea of ministry is just hanging out in the church. They're actually afraid to interact with the world. But they talk that they live a life of faith. Just an example, okay? We're, we're talking about examples, all right? Okay? So they're, they're actually afraid to go to dark places because they're afraid that something's going to jump upon them. It's an example. And I understand this example because I actually had the same thought process. Same stronghold that kept me back from what God created me to be and to do. I think it's very important for us to realize be is the first thing. Knowing who you are in Christ, that you are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. No longer are you a sinner, but you are a saint. will empower you to actually step into your God-given destiny. That righteousness comes by the blood of Jesus. And when you are the righteousness of Jesus Christ, when you know that you're the righteousness of Jesus Christ, you have right standing. What happens in your heart and your mind, it, it awakens you to realize that you've been created for such a time as this to make a difference in this generation. So these guys over here, they're, they're, they're waiting still another 10 years. They've been told they need more training. They need more equipping. But they take a lot of good notes. I mean, if you were to ask them about their notes, I mean, they'd tell you. And in fact, they could even recite some of the greatest teachers. They all know the great songs. But they're held back by one word. Fear. Fear. Now, fear is real. It's actually not a personality. It's a spirit. It's a demon. 
Paul actually knew this because he told Timothy, God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So Paul Paul was actually commissioning Timothy as an apostolic father, not an evangelist, but he told Timothy, do the work of an evangelist. But Timothy wasn't actually an evangelist. He was actually an apostolic father in Ephesus. These individuals over here, they know the love of God. They've been taught how significant they are in Christ. That Jesus' blood paid for everything. They don't have to pay for their past because Jesus already did. They've been taught that they're powerful. They've been taught that the kingdom of God will move through them. They've been taught that anything is possible. Just believe. They've been taught that they're ambassadors of another realm. It's the kingdom. They've been taught that they can bring the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. They've been taught to pray in the secret place and to capture a vision in their heart. They've been taught to go into the secret place, shut the door when no one else is around because they know that their father sees them. They know that their father sees them with eyes of love, eyes of compassion. They know that the father hears their voice, that he's attentive to the prayers of the righteous and he wants to open their prayers up in public. They've been taught that they can have favor with God and favor with man. So wherever they go, they live with life with an expectancy. God wants to do something today. And I'm his son, I'm his daughter, and anything is possible. Not because of my strength, not because of my personality, but because of Jesus Christ. And so these guys, what they do is they multiply, they make disciples. They're disciple makers. They make disciples that make disciples that make disciples that make disciples and then go viral. They, they, they preach the gospel. They see people get saved and they say to other people that just get born again, it's like, hey, you too can do it. The kingdom of God lives inside of you now and he wants to come out of you. Today, I was uh, just um, in my hotel and um, my room number is 323. Now, I just told you my room number. Some of you might come to my room and knock on it if you don't like my message tonight. Well, hey, it's all right, okay? Listen, 323, Romans 323. All of sin have fallen short of the glory of God. I go to my room and I think to myself, Romans 323, my goodness. All of sin have fallen short of the glory of God. See this lady that's uh, working at the hotel. Think to myself, all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. It's only by God's grace that we're saved. It's only by God's grace that he can use us. It's only by God's grace that people are healed, saved, and delivered. It's by God's grace. It's not something that we earned. We can't even pray hard enough for it. We have to just believe in faith that he's done it. And he wants to do it through us. So I, I talked to the lady. I have a sense that she had pain in her back. And she was cleaning another room. And I introduced myself. And I said, can I pray for you? 
And she says, yes, uh, I pray for the power of God comes on her. And she was completely healed. Uh, I thought, wow, Rome is 3.23. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. I get the text. Ryan, the picture of a lady, you know, she just got healed. It was awesome. So these guys are empowered. They're looking for opportunities on their campus. They're looking for their opportunities in the workplace. They're, they're, they're shopping differently. They're not in a hurry. They're not controlled by this. I'll tell you, I know what it's like in my life at times to be controlled by this. Then I realize that God's not on my time schedule. I'm on His. No one knows when our day is over. We just have to live a life of faith that makes sense in the light of eternity. And whatever he says, that's what goes. See, it's possible for even in Christian circles for us to adopt humanistic thinking. You know what humanistic thinking means? You know what it's all about? It's about me. And then we make, we make Jesus like a Facebook friend instead of Lord. How, how many people know what I'm talking about tonight? I definitely do. I've been there before. I walked in those shoes. It's like, you know, Jesus at times is like a Facebook friend. I know what it's like to not want to obey Jesus when he tells me to do something. And I'll tell you what. If you do that too much, what happens is you grieve the Holy Spirit. I've grieved the Holy Spirit before, and I hate the feeling of it. I hate the feeling of grieving the Holy Spirit. I've grieved the Holy Spirit where God has said, Chris, pray for that person. And I said, no, I don't have time. I've said it in my heart, not verbally, but I've said it in my heart. I said, no, but God, I'm too busy right now. I can't do that. Can we, can we do it a little bit later? Can, can we do that later, God? Can I actually put you in my calendar? Can I organize it and make myself look like I'm really spiritual? And let's call it an outreach. So I only give you this part of my week. So these guys, they're like, you know, whatever God says, we'll do it. They're not being driven, but they definitely are being led. And how you know someone is led by the Holy Spirit is whatever the Holy Spirit says to do, you do it. I'll tell you if, if you, if you repent, if you repent of your stubbornness, I've had to repent of stubbornness. How many people have ever had to repent of stubbornness? You're like, ah, I don't want to, God. Ah, I don't want to. You know, if you repent, he'll give you a clean heart. He'll give you a new opportunity. I remember being at a leader's event, and here I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys do your thing in just a second, okay? I'm going to give you guys an opportunity because we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do something here. I was at a leader's events, and leader's events are busy, especially at Bethel. We got all these leaders that come in, and, uh, you know, and it's wonderful because we get to host leaders. It's wonderful. I love it, but it's busy, a lot of meetings, and, and I remember this one leader's events. You know, I'm having meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, but God said to me earlier that day, go to this certain location. Go to this apartment area 20 minutes away 
And I saw this picture in my mind, apartment number five. But I got so busy that day, and I said, no, God, I can't do it now. 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 And the whole day it went by. Now I'm in worship, and, and you know that song, I want to be where you are? You know that song, I want to be where you are? And my hands are up, and I've got the good Christian smile on, you know, all the leaders around me. Oh, Lord, I want to be where you are. And God speaks to my heart and says, well, why don't you leave? Are you afraid of what people will think about you? This is what he's speaking to my heart. Are you afraid of what people will think about you? Are you afraid about this leader because you're not here, what they're going to think about you? Are you more interested in rubbing shoulders with this person, or do you really want to be my disciple and follow me? And I begin to question God again. Listen, don't question God, just obey fast. Because the more you question God, you talk yourself out of obedience. And you actually create this idea of it's okay to have options with God. It's okay to obey God when I want to. It's on my terms. And then you got humanism. And then you got universalism. Because on my terms, is universalism. Oh, God's so loving. He's so good that, you know, I can live anyway. I don't really have to obey God because he's so good. There's no consequences. He's so good. Universalism. He's a good God. He's so good. It's getting quiet in here. <laughs> I don't really need to obey God. I mean, God's so good. I mean, everyone's going to heaven. Everyone's going to heaven. Why do I need to pray for that person? God's already saved them. It's all good. So here I am. I'm in worship, and I'm completely lying to God. Have I, am I the only one that's ever done that? Am I the only one that's played the hypocrite? So here I am. My hands are up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm being Mr. Pastor but my heart's not there. And this is how my heart's not there because I'm not obeying God. God says, leave the church. And I said, fine, I'll do it. And I, I had to, after a couple times, you know, I, I finally was like, all right, I'll go. So I take another pastor with me because I, I didn't want to go by myself. I said, hey man, I just, uh, I got to leave the church, man. Uh, I feel like God's going to show up at this place. So he didn't want to leave. I said, man, come on, dude. He came from Canada. He was like, man, I'm a, I came from Canada. All I want to do is worship God. Well, let's worship God a little bit different right now. I know, I know our traditions tell us it always looks like this, but let's worship God a little bit different. Our traditions and men tell us that this is worship, but how about we just obey Jesus and let our life be worship as well? The traditions and men squash the Holy Spirit. So we're driving in the car, and I'm praying. I'm like, God, you better not. Gosh, this better be you, God. How many people ever, you know, pray like, this better be you, God? I'm really, (laughs) And so I'm driving, and and we go to this apartment, and I've never been to this apartment door, but I saw it in my mind. It's like this vision in my mind. It wasn't an open vision. Knock on the door. Lady comes to the door. Two little girls. And, uh, and I said, excuse me, I know this sounds really crazy. I'm here at church tonight, and, 
and I and I'm I was worshiping I was worshiping the Lord at church tonight. Actually, I wasn't worshiping; I was lying. And uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I was at church tonight, and uh, I just. I was reminded that I needed to come to this apartment. I know this sounds very strange, but has anyone ever told you what it means to be born again? And she says, no. I said, you mind if I just quickly tell you what it means to be born again? And she says, if you want. And I explained the gospel to her about the story in John chapter 3 about the Pharisee Nicodemus coming to Jesus at night. He had questions. And Jesus began to turn that whole conversation around and begin to talk about how he needed to be born again. He said, most assuredly I say to you, flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. Don't be surprised am I saying you must be born again explain we've all come from our mom but there's another birth this is spiritual birth John 1 12 it says this as many as received him he gave them a right to become a child of God John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life do you believe that Jesus is the son of God yes I do do you believe that he died and rose again the third day yes I do is there anything holding you back right now for giving your life to Jesus Christ and she says no and I said you want to do you want to know Jesus and have your sins forgiven right now and she says yes and I said I want to pray for you after we pray for her, she gives her life to Jesus Christ. She gets radically born again. Her little daughter has this little plastic purse, and she dropped it on the ground. And then my, the pastor that was with me, his name was Richie, God spoke to him that day and said, you'll meet someone that needs some extra money. Give him this money. And so he had a wad of cash in his pocket, and he saw that plastic purse, and he, puts, he picks that plastic purse up and puts it in the wallet, the plastic wallet, gives it to the mama. Mom starts weeping and crying as the power of God comes on her because God knew her spirit spiritual need but God also knew her practical need these guys right here they made a choice to love God and keep their faith simple and to obey him they know that they're not perfect but they realize something he is They realize that God is changing them in the inside every single day. They're going from glory to glory to glory to glory. They realize their faith is getting stronger as they love God and as they obey God. They're not the same people as they used to be. They know that in the very depths of their heart. They know their heart has changed, and all they want to do is give away the compassion that God has placed inside of them. And so what they do is just, just, just go out and share the love of Christ. And some of them heal the sick. Some of them share the gospel, and people are getting saved all over the place. And then they take them forward here. Go ahead and grab somebody's hand. Bring them up here. These guys over here, they're having strategy meetings, though. They moved now into strategy meetings. <laughs> so people are, there's a multiplication happening. Guys, I'm prophesying to you right now because this is what's going to happen here. There's a multiplication happening here, and everyone that is getting born again, they're taught the simplicity of Christ. They're taught the love of Jesus Christ. They're taught the compassion of Jesus Christ. They're taught that they are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. They've been taught that God wants to use them in a powerful way. And what they do is they do the same thing. Go out and do the same thing, guys. Go out and just share the love of Jesus with people. There's multiplication happening. 
There's multiplication happening. Lives are being changed. Hearts are being changed. People are coming alive with passion. The passion of Christ is igniting the compassion of Christ in them and through them. Give these guys a hand clap. Can you do that really quick? You guys can be seated over here. They did a great job. You guys can be seated too. You guys can all be seated. Why don't you stand to your feet? I want to read a scripture to you. I want to read two scriptures to you, and then we're going to pray. And tomorrow we're going to um, lay some practical equipping, but I wanted, to, I wanted to first talk about heart stuff, talk about belief systems. Um, it says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Say new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not in putting their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. I'm going to read one more scripture. And then we're going to pray. The disciples were just persecuted. They just saw an incredible miracle take place. And they were persecuted for it. But instead of complaining, they went back and they prayed. They started a prayer gathering. And this is what they prayed in Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Boldness is from the Spirit. I want to invite my team to come on up here right now. They prayed this prayer in Acts 4.29. It says, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. I believe that there is boldness being released tonight. And we're going to pray. And the Holy Spirit is going to touch down on people's hearts and lives. And, and tomorrow we're going to do some practical training and equipping. And, and God's going to do some amazing things tomorrow. I'm going to have some of the team to share as well. Um, but tonight I believe the Holy Spirit wants to touch your life. This is what you were designed for. This is why you're alive. You're alive to have an encounter with God, to become an encounter. And there's some people here tonight 
that you might even be saying in your heart, this God, who is God? I want to tell you, God is Jesus Christ. And he loves you so very much. And there are some people here tonight that you might not have a personal relationship with Jesus. Listen, Jesus wants to impact your heart and your life. And we're going to pray. And tonight, if you want to know Jesus, if you want to have a personal relationship with Jesus, we want to give you that opportunity to know him. We want to have an opportunity for you to start a relationship. But I want to tell you, it's not about praying just a prayer. It's not about lip service. It's not about just praying a prayer. Although praying a prayer is great. Confession is great. God looks at a heart. He looks at a heart that is yielded and surrendered. And I believe that there's some people here tonight that God is saying, he's speaking to you and he's saying this right now, no compromise. Live for me 100%. No compromise. Let my Holy Spirit come and touch your life. No compromise. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit wants to come in such a powerful way. When you live a life with no compromise, you discover what your life was really meant for. You discover why you've been created. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is doing something right now. But we're going to pray for boldness. We're going to pray for boldness to share our faith, but also boldness to live radical for Jesus with no compromise. I just invite you to hold your hands out like this. Spirit come come Holy Spirit 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 some of you tonight you've never even received your prayer language but you've been asking God for it it's a promise that he would pour his spirit out he wants to fill people with boldness tonight some of you, as we pray tonight, you're going to feel fire all over you. You're going to feel a burning in your heart. You're going to feel a burning in your hands. You're going to feel this overwhelming sense of the presence of God all over you. There's all types of gifts that the Holy Spirit gives. And the Holy Spirit right now is pouring out gifts. He's pouring out His power. He's pouring out His presence. Let Him have His way tonight with you. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you become in such a powerful way tonight, God. I pray that tonight, Lord, that they would look back on their life and they would say, that's when Jesus met me. That's when Jesus encountered me. I'll never forget that night. I'll never forget that night when you came in such a powerful way, God. You put me on like a glove, God. You came in such a powerful way, God. You touched my life, God. That's when everything changed, God. That's when you filled me with your Holy Spirit. That's when I felt the fire of God. That's when I felt the hand of the Lord come all over me. Holy Spirit, I'm asking tonight for the winds of heaven to come in this place. Lord, I'm asking you to pour your Spirit out God I'm asking God for your fire to come that you would do what only you can do God I'm asking that you would impregnate the human heart with your power God impregnate them God I'm asking Holy Spirit like a wave of fire God like a wave of your fire God I'm asking right now in the name of Jesus Christ God if there's any demonic spirits any strongholds that's holding them back God that you would loose them in the name of Jesus Christ God I'm asking right now that your fire would come God 
Spirit of the Lord, come like fire. Spirit of the Lord, come like fire. Spirit of the Lord, come like a fire. Come like a flame, Lord Jesus. You've been asking God for your prayer language. Just wave your hand right now. You don't have your prayer language, but you've been asking God for it. Just go ahead and wave your hand. I believe the Lord is going to give people prayer languages tonight as well. Holy Spirit, come like fire. Holy Spirit, come like fire. Come like a wave of your glory and your power, God, tonight, Lord. Come, Lord. Just lift your heart to the Lord right now. Just begin to focus on Jesus. He wants to come like a wave. He wants to come like a fire. He said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. More, God. 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 Fire. 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 More, God. More, God. More, God. More, God. More, God. More, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord. 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 Holy Spirit, more. Holy Spirit, like a wave, like a flame, like a wave, like a flame. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. More, God. More, God. More power. Power, 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 power. Power, power, power. I'm asking that tonight, Lord, that you'd release spiritual boldness, God. Spiritual boldness, God. Spiritual boldness. Spiritual boldness. Not intellectual boldness. That's something that's worked up of the flesh. But God, something that is birthed by your spirit, God. God, I'm asking that you would come. Come, come, Lord, like fire, God. Come with your boldness, God. Come, God. Impregnate, Lord. God, I'm asking right now, like, like new baby hearts, God, fresh and tender, fresh and tender, soft, God, pliable. Let the river of the Holy Spirit flow tonight. Let the fire of God, Holy Spirit, more, 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 more. More, God, more, God, more, God. If you feel the Holy Spirit touching you right now, I just encourage you just to make your way out of the aisle. Just, just begin to quickly come down here right now if you feel the Holy Spirit touching you. You may feel fire in your hands. You may feel a, a burning in your heart. Just, just quickly make your way down the aisle. Even if it's just stepping out of the aisle, just quickly make your way down here. I feel the Holy Spirit's just going to touch on people tonight. More, God. 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 In just a moment, we're going to lay hands on people, but, but not yet. But we're just going to, in just a moment, we're going to lay hands on people. But we're just going to focus on the kingdom. We're going to focus on the King of kings and the Lord of lords. More, God. Spirit of the Lord, more God. Pour out, 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 God, 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 pour out, God. Fire, God, 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 fire, God. More Holy Spirit, more Holy Spirit, more Holy Spirit. Touch, Lord, touch, Lord, touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. encountering Jesus tonight some of you the Lord's going to speak to you in visions tonight just let him touch you more Holy Spirit more Holy Spirit deeper God deeper God more Holy Spirit Holy Spirit, fire. More Holy Spirit, fire. Fire, 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 more Holy Spirit. Team, as you just feel led, just go ahead and lay hands on different individuals all through this place. If you're by someone right now and you feel the presence of God upon you, just go ahead and lay hands upon them. 
More Holy Spirit, more Holy Spirit, more Holy Spirit. tonight it's your time to just just let go let God let God come just let go just let go just let go of control just let go of control just tonight for you it's just just a time just let go of control just let go of control just let him come let him let him come in such a powerful way just just let go just let go of control just let go of control let him come let him come let him come let him let him come in a powerful way more Holy Spirit Spirit more, Holy Spirit more, Holy Spirit more. Just uh, if there's any control, just let just let any control go. Just let it go. Let's let it go. Let's let it go. Let it go. Let it go.
God. They're hungry, God, for you, Lord. Fill them, Lord Jesus. Fill them, God. Fill them, God. Fire here. Fire here, God. Fire here, Lord. More, God. 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 They're hungry, 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 God. Fill, Lord. Fill, Lord. They're hungry, God. Their hearts are hungry, God. Their hearts are open, Lord Jesus. They're hungry. They're hungry. They're hungry, God. Fill the hungry heart, God. Fill the hungry heart, God. Fill the hungry heart, God. 